Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping. What's up, world? Welcome back to another great episode of Diary of a Mad Black Man. If this is your first time tuning in, my name is Blake. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I hope this is not the first episode that you're about to listen to for my podcast because this is not a good... I'm not going to say it's not a good episode, but this one is very heavy for me. Um, I contemplated releasing it. I've had it for a couple months now, but I realized that the goal, the reason why I'm releasing this is sad because somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to hear this and understand that the homophobia that plagues the black community is rampant. And this is a pretty good example of how it exists in families, specifically mine. So in this episode today, I have my mom one as a guest and we have somewhat of a, I'm not even gonna say somewhat, our relationship is very tainted. And I thought that by having her on my podcast, we would be able to have a different type of conversation because it's like recorded and we're on my podcast, but it's pretty close to how shit really is in our real life and our real relationship. So it is what it is at this point. Um, I just hope that it helps to kind of end the stigma in families in the community. I hope that it, the language used, the thoughts and what was expressed in this episode is something that people can take away and they can reflect on to understand what it's like to truly accept somebody, to truly allow somebody to be themselves, to truly allow your family members and loved ones to develop their own identity and be as they are and show up in the world as they want to show up and be, not as you want them to show up and be. So with all that being said, I'm not going to waste too much time with um this intro because i got some more episodes to put out um quick uh what's it called plug i don't know if it's a plug update but i'm going to be releasing a lot of episodes over the next couple weeks because i'm going to be um just shutting down and like stepping away from everything um in the month of december um I just need some time just to not deal with anything. So I'm going to get the rest of season three uploaded and out, um, just scheduled out over the next couple weeks. Um, Some of these episodes, I'm not even like this episode here. You just found this from actually going to my podcast. I'm not making no episode. I'm not making a flyer about this shit. Um, There's some episodes I'm not making no flyers about because I just don't want to. So again, welcome to another episode. Diary of a Mad Black Man. I hope y'all enjoy it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another great episode of Diary of Mad Black Man. My name is Blake, your host. Today is an exceptionally special... <laughs> I don't even know how to like really communicate how how awesome this is to have my mom here right now. Um, what's up, mom? Tell the people, let them know, introduce yourself. How you want to be introduced? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. Y'all, so um, 
I've been podcasting for a minute now. Um, honestly, I don't know when I'm gonna put this out, but this is gonna be called "Definitely Caught a Conversation with My Mom." Like that title is definitely gonna be there because I have said some things on my podcast. Like I've definitely mentioned my family. I've talked definitely talked about my family on social media before, but um, I wanted to just bring her on. And I think it's also going to be good and healthy for us to have this conversation, regardless of how it goes or where it goes, because I think it's going to be like a happy medium. Like it's going to help us to understand that like this is being recorded and it's like between us. And I want us to be able to have something that's a good, memorable conversation, but I want it to be very healthy and productive. You know, I think that our understanding of each other and where we are and what our relationship is is so much different than what it may be portrayed and what i also think what maybe each of us in our perspective may be by the end of the day you're my mom i love you i'm a ride to die for you like how a son is supposed to like how you raised me to be and how i like to be and like how i always will be you know what I'm saying? Can't nobody disrespect my mom, my family, or nothing like that. And I've been very clear about that on my podcast. Like, when I mentioned my family, that was that was one of the disclaimers I hit. Just like when I talk about mental health and things like that, I hit a, a trigger warning. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be more mindful of that um, as I do more shows because that's just fair and it's common and, and it's courteous to people. So... With all that being said, <laughs> I want to know, like, let's, I, I think a good way to start this off is, like, what was it like being pregnant with me? Like, how was, what, what was, like, how did you find out, like, let, like let, let's, let's start there. How did you find out you were pregnant with me? What was your pregnancy like? So, um, I remember I was staying with, um my friend Darcel and um, I was sitting at the table and I don't, you know, cause I, I never thought about like, Oh, I'm going to get pregnant or anything like that. So when it came over me, uh, I kind of just knew, right. Um, so in talking with me, right, especially now, you know, you look back on things hindsight. I believe that, um, you know, your body, and I think that that intuition that people talk about, I believe that's spiritual, right? So I believe my spirit told me beforehand, but me being um, young and naive, I won't say I was scared necessarily. Um, because I've, I've never been afraid of anything. I've never, uh, you know, I'm not a panicky person. I always like to say that I'm a very, uh, I'm in control of my emotions. So I won't say I was scared, but it was a feeling of like, oh shit, my life is about to change. Right. And mm -hmm. I remember sitting at the table and I remember my friend, our sales mom, um, she said, um, I said, well, dang, how am I really know if I'm pregnant? And she's an old country lady. She said, well, if you count 40 days from the last day of your period, if you haven't had a period, then you're pregnant. 
and I went and got a calendar and I was like one, two, three, four, beyond forty. I was like and in that split second, I loved you. And in that split second I knew that the decisions that I had made up until I was nineteen years old, um, I had to do something about that to turn that around because now I was responsible for someone else. Um so I just began to prepare for you. Mm. Um, I loved you instantly. There were times where there, or there was a moment where I was like, what the fuck? Why am I pregnant? Well, by that time you were, I was, um, I was big. So uh, this was, it was still kind of warm outside. So I probably, this was probably like in August, September, um, so that would have made me what, like five or six months, right? September, October, November, December, January, February. Now that would have made me like four or five months, but I was big. So maybe it wasn't warm outside. I don't know. <laughs> but I remember saying, damn, why am I pregnant? And I remember you like jumped or did something, right? And it like scared me. And I remember I was sitting in my mom's house and I remember like laying down on the bed and I was holding you in the song, uh, a ribbon in the sky for our love. That was the first song that I heard. So that's why I always told you that was our song. And I knew then that I had to be in control. I could never uh, sacrifice my own emotions. Well, I had to sacrifice my own emotions because I didn't matter anymore because what I thought, what I felt, was going to affect you so that kind of guided the pathway of how i felt about you when i was pregnant to you know now i knew that i had to um compromise myself and i had to be the one not necessarily on the losing end but you were more important to me Mm -hmm. well um so then after so okay what Let's talk about my dad. Uh, I think Don't that, start crying, nigga. Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, how did you meet him? Hmm? How did you meet him? Um, me and one of my friends, Michelle... She was going with a dude, and back then, you know, it was, you know, dudes were, like, uh, fixing up their cars. So, we lived in Chicago, right? And we lived in uh, in Roseland on 119th and Yale. And um, I forgot dude's name, but Michelle was going with him. And he was like, go up to the store. I forgot the name. It was a popular... Uh, like an AutoZone type store up on Roseland. And um, we went up there, and James was up there with his friend Chris and Mike. And they were buying shit for their car, too. And so I went in with Michelle, but Michelle knew what she was going to look for, right? But your dad, the way the store was set up, when I went in the store, um, like off to the side was the register, but your dad then was up there at the register. And he, when he immediately saw me, he was like, damn, I'm a fine little tenderoni. 
he said, um, damn, he was like, you got a boyfriend? He stopped me. So Michelle kept going and he stopped me. And I, you know, before I could say anything, he said, well, you might as well tell him that uh, it's over because I'm going to make you mine. I was like, what? Okay, you funny. So we laughing or whatever. And so as we were going out, um, I think I tripped, not really tripped, but like bumped into the, he said, see, you ain't supposed to leave. He said, I'm coming to get you. And like maybe like an hour later, like we had exchanged beeper numbers and he beat me and he was like, where are you at? You know, because, you know, he was a baller, you know. So, 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 wait, so let me also, baller, let, he, I don't think we, you said this yet. I think it's important for people to know. Like you, well, you did say in Chicago. So uh, I was born like in Chicago, like Chicago area, because like that's also like now that you're saying all this and you're mentioning Chicago and stuff like that. As I've grown up. Like, there have been people who have been like, oh, you're not from Chicago, you're from the suburbs or whatever, you wasn't in the city, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, because, like, I know I was born at, what was it, in Elgin, right? Like, actually right. born in that place. It was like, I don't know, and we moved around so much, which I'm kind of fast-forwarding, like, I guess my life and the story, because, but that, that just, it just made me think of that, because, like, when you're talking about Chicago, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I all the time, like, even growing up to now, all my memories always have just been Chicago. But as and I guess now I'm older, it's like, oh, you're not really from Chicago. You weren't in the city, but what's considered the city? Like, it's all Chicago to me. So, but. Well, yeah, you, mommy lived in the suburbs. And when I found out that I was pregnant, I immediately went home because I wasn't living with mommy then. Mm-hmm. I was living in the city. Gotcha. So when I found out I was pregnant, I didn't want to be out on my own. You know what I'm saying? I was 19 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, and plus I was in the city with my friends and shit. It wasn't like I was in a base. I was in the city with my friends. We was kicking it every day, you know. Um, Just like when I met your dad, it was, we was kicking it. We was, Michelle was a light-skinned girl with long, pretty hair. Her dad was German or something. So we messed with the ballers and so I, I was living a fast life but when I had when I got pregnant with you I knew immediately that there was no pussy fitting around pussy footing around so I went I went home mm-hmm. so then but anyway your dad your dad uh peed my stilo and he came at me um so let's talk about when I was born the day I was born who was there mommy and what do you remember from that day um how did I so contraction started my water, my daughter, my doctor broke my water. The water didn't break on its own. Mm. But my contractions, when they started, they started immediately, you know, coming back to back to back. And it was like that for seven hours straight. So most people, they say your first baby, you know, it takes a long time. You came in within seven hours from the, from the start. So maybe like it had to, because you were born at six something. So it started like, what, 11 the night before on the 19th. And then I had you at six that morning, but it was one. I thought I was born at nine night. something. I thought I was born at nine seventeen. Okay, six hours before that, I was only in labor six seven hours. 
I just said that because that's what I put in the app called the pattern. So there's this app called the pattern, right? And the pattern is an app that like tells you like about your life and like the universe and different things like that. It just come come more like a. So why did you put nine? Why you just grabbed nine? No, nine seventeen was the number that I've always known. I remember you saying it before, mommy telling me before as a child. So now when you're telling when we're talking, you're saying six something. I'm like, I thought it was nine seventeen. That's just a number that like because I vividly remember being told that. That number, 917 on February, it was early in the morning. Shit, mommy was saying the sun had just came up. At 9 o'clock, the sun will be up. At 6 o'clock, the sun is just coming up. The, well, that's, I mean, it don't matter, though, but that's, it was, that's early, I meant it was in the morning. That's what I meant the sun was up. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Anywho, um, so why wasn't, so... What was Don't it? hesitate. I'm trying to see like which way I want to go with this because I it, it's so much that I want to talk about, I want to discuss with you, but I'm also like, okay, what is going to be the purpose? What is going to be the intent? And I don't want to just ask you questions that I already kind of know the answer to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like most of the most of what in an interview type question. You know what I'm saying? And just talking to you, it's like what. Can I ask so you? Like I, so, so, like so, I, so, 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 let's just also be very transparent and clear, and let's go yeah. back to where we just okay. were right before we started this, because I, I did want to kind of make a sense of formality for just because you know it's my show, it's, it's a podcast, but at the same time, it's my diary. You know what I'm saying? So, I know we were getting at you basically were saying that I had, we were talking about how we had basically been speaking to each other throughout our lives, how I had said some very disrespectful and mean things to you, and you have had some very, said some very disrespectful and mean things to me. We were also talking about acceptance, and I was saying, like, when I actually heard you out, I was like, okay, you're right, I do remember actually saying those things to you. I have been very disrespectful and said very mean things to you, and then you were saying how, and I was also, what I was then saying you also can't say that you have you've accepted me my entire life because that's not true either. So and that's when things were like getting a little heated, I guess you can say. I guess you could say passionate would be a better term, a more fitting term. Um, because I think that when we start to talk about our relationship and where we are and how we are I feel that we're not on the same page when it comes to that and it gets we be, it begins to become a very passionate conversation for that reason. So, I don't know it seems to me that you don't realize how you have a a a, a sense of like you are very condescending sometimes when you talk to people. When you talk to me specifically, um, and the reason why, why I say people and then myself is because I'm not the only person that you do it to. And what you say, I'm not the only person that I. You're not the only person that I do it to. Is that what you said? Yes. So it's like. Okay, so let let me say this. So I, before we before you pulled out your mic or whatever, and per other conversations, let me preface this. And we'll, we'll go back, allow, when you say some things, you should allow 
some time for me to respond back to you because here's the thing. You could tell your story, 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 and if your story begins with she said this to me, she said that to me, but your story ends with she is great, nobody's going to remember what she, how, what she, the bad thing she did to you. She's only going to remember the great. So that they can hear both sides, how, because here's the thing. I don't think that I agree to come on your show and I don't think that you wanted to um, interview me to prove your point or for me to prove my point. I think in conjunction with your platform, especially a diary, um, you want to hear it from both sides. Because when you think of a diary, you're only writing from your perspective. But if you want to interview me and I'm part of your life, I'm part of your diary, you got to expect to hear from my side. Mm-hmm. So when you when you say something, let's make sure that the conversation is even. So when you, when you ask, um, you know that I talk condescending. So two things. When I talk condescending and then you said... Um, you're not meaning you are not the only person that thinks that way as if to say other people say that I talk like that. Right. So let's not bring no other people into this because that's hearsay. Right. Because I'm not, somebody could say something about you and I'm the type of person, if they say, if they say Blake is blue, but know you to be green to me, I see you as green. It doesn't matter what they say. They could say he blue 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 blue. Well, it's not just well well okay. You're green to me, right? So I'm so what I'm saying is don't bring what somebody else says because that's hearsay. That's one. Two things. If you say that I was condescending to you, allow me some time to let's let's talk about that right then and there because I would want to hear. Because if it's a diary, I would want to hear what you thought was condescending. Don't just say I was condescending to you. Because if we're going to talk about, I don't know what you said on your previous um, podcast about me or how I shaped your life or what influence I had in your life. And you know why I haven't, you know, listened to them all. But I can probably, you know, guess cause, because we talk a lot, right? And we... I don't hate you. I never hated you. I never thought less than of you. I've always loved you with all my heart. And so I would want to hear, because I've never heard you say that before. What did I, what did I say that where I didn't accept you? Because I only know of one conversation and there's a reasoning behind that conversation that I've had where I downplayed anything about you, everything about you from the time that you were born to you choosing to be an architect to you choosing to uh to be an architect even when you were little remember the um this is what i picture but when i first think about you when i'm somebody said what was what about blake when he was little i picture you uh, remember that um christmas where you got the little desk and you the desk had all this other bullshit to it it had like a crayon set built into it and it had like a big uh like whiteboard and I remember because you said um actually what you wanted for Christmas and you said you wanted that desk because you wanted to grow up to be a boss and I said what kind of boss you said I wanted to be an architect because you you was like to draw and stuff so I bought you that big $200 desk and I remember you I took a picture of you remember with your pajamas on and you had your feet up on the desk lean back in the chair do you remember that so from you 
me backing your decision to be an architect to you throughout your whole you know life i want to be a boss i want to own i want to be an owner you never said that you wanted to be anything um that required you to work for somebody but a teacher you know so everything that you wanted to do up until you wanted to do what the fuck you wanted to do in my house is where we had some turmoil and even in that there was only one time where i uh may have said some disrespectful things to you. But other than that, I've never not accepted you. I've never, you know, was like, you ain't no good, you ain't shit, unless I was disciplining you. So my my delivery of discipline is to, for everybody, and I don't know if you want to put this on your ear, if you want to cut that out, is for everybody, when I go into check mode, it's off limits. So I may I never called you ugly. I never called. I may have called you a string bean. No, you said some you know? very. Let me let, no. Let, we we can no. Let's, let's be since we're gonna be honest. Because I also let me say this. I'm gonna give you the space and opportunity to say what it is that you want to say. I'm. I'm. It's not gonna be that I'm trying to paint you in any kind of picture or anything like that. I just want to sit in a conversation about you. You know what I'm saying? Just for for the for the record, the only other person I was talking to was was Lexi because that's my sister and she. We grew up in the same household, so we kind of feel the same way about certain things about you. You see what I'm saying? But to talk about how you're saying you don't accept me, let's talk about how when I was in high school and when mommy kicked me out because she thought I was gay. And that was. And this actually, is the one time that I'm talking about. So come right, on. But. So, but let's also mm-hmm. state that this has been from that point. This was at 17 when mommy kicked me out. It was a major shift in how I interacted with my entire family. It wasn't just my relationship with you. I want that to be very clear. It wasn't just you. Mm-hmm. It was my entire family. Disown me. For months, I didn't talk to y'all up until around the time of it my graduation. It wasn't a month for me. I, yes, I, it, it was. It wasn't a month for me. Yes, it was. Yes, it, it was. It was more than a month. Because let's let's talk about the the reason why I snapped. So let me say so so let me. I really hadn't talked to y'all for me, six months. You are mommy. Right. My point exactly. Right. Six so, months prior to that. My point exactly. So something happened prior to that. Let's let's go there. Yeah, like when I was okay. So, what I remember, let me let me let me let me let me tell me. I told you I had a hard stop at nine forty five. It's nine forty because I have a meeting at ten. Um, so I got a meeting from ten to ten to eleven, and then I'm free from eleven to twelve. So we could we can you could pick back up. The the meeting is going to be over right at eleven. So you could pick back up in an hour, or um. Then I have another meeting from one to two, and then I'm free for the rest of the day. Although um, we can I just to- uh, pause the audio and we can pick it up where we left off. Um- I want you to know that I, I, I love you first of all. So whatever you want to say, you got to make sure that it's the truth. And I understand because I've done it before. I understand when you talk to your friends, you kind of embellish or exaggerate shit, and I could kind of go along with that. So that's why I said it doesn't matter what you ask me on the thing, but you know you know my stance on everything that you say, and I'm going to tell it from my point of view. 
So, but this is the thing, the, though. How are you going to? How? This is the thing, though. How are you going to say? I want you to know that I respect you, and I'm not going to make you look stupid in front of nobody. Me, this, I don't give me a neither. Fuck it's not about nobody else. It ain't nobody's motherfucking business. And if you my son, and if you want me to stand ten toes down with you and say, Mom. Uh, yeah, can you tell them that you really did call me a pussy-ass bitch and you didn't, you know, you want me to be so that your your side of the story looks good? Nigga, you gotta pay me. You getting $1,000 a week. You Mom. want me to stand down with you? I will. But that didn't happen like that. But Mom. you bought me something to eat. I might say I did. Why are you trying to see? No, so this is this is the thing. I'm trying to be for real because, like, you be like, it, this ain't about getting some tea or having some or, or embellishing some story or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's real and like this has been something that has been a constant thing with us. Like we get into it and we don't talk about it, then we get into it and we don't talk about it, and so much shit builds up to the point that when we're we just do gonna have, have to a, agree to disagree right, because but the way this, that you see things is not the way that I see them. And that's and I, understandable okay. because you 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 saw things as a, as a child and I saw things as an adult. But this is this is also kids, this is also this, let me just say this that. though. You say you've always accepted me, correct? Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm giving you a time and a, a, where it was years of where was it was years, but this was it wasn't just like this one time. But you, about, okay. About being gay. So that one time was years of my life, though. No, Blake. Listen. It was it, for years it, of it my life. I wasn't no, living with you to, anymore. What, or back, mommy. Listen to, the record, listen, listen to what you just recorded and listen to what, one conversation that we had had. And I assumed that you were talking about that one because it was the only one that I did say some things that were disrespectful. However, listen to my next statement. My next statement says, but there's a context behind why I was saying the things that I said. So while I said those things, so what's and those the, things were verbal. Listen. While okay. I said all right. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go tell me because we're not gonna get nowhere right now anyway. So. No. Can I? Can I? Just no, say because because you're just you're because you're, you're talking about the context behind you didn't accept me for who I was. Or who I thought, or, or, but, but at the time, also, but also, but, but this is the thing too. But that also was not who I was identifying to saying that I was. This is also the point. You didn't bring that on me that you was gay. My point exactly. You thought that. Y'all thought that. No. See, you doing too much. All right, mom, go ahead. Bye. Cause you just, what are you talking about? Fucking. What? That, and this, this is the reason, and this is what I don't want on. The show for you to that, just say that, something that, so that, ignorant I, I like know, that. I know not to say that on the thing, but I, I want you to understand where I'm coming from. It wasn't that you was gay. I yes, already assumed that, Blake. But how it was brought to me was the reason why I was saying what the things that I was saying. Not that you was gay. Yes, it was. Cause, cause baby, you gay, cause baby, you faggot ass believe, motherfucker. Mom, I hope you no, catch listen, AIDS in the mommy, ass. Mommy, yeah, no, listen, that all that was mommy, because I was gay. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. I may have said what I said to you. But when mommy called me, this because this is why me because me and mommy didn't talk um, for a while after that. You know why? Because when she called me and she told me that I'll put your son out because she was gay, I went off on her so bad that she hung up on me and she didn't call me. She didn't talk to me because what I said was motherfucking right. Because how dare you? First of all, you went a, you you. My son is in Springfield. Because of you, she allowed that shit. Second of but all, but you sent me she there. Allowed the shit because no, listen, she allowed that shit because she wanted that motherfucking check. That's what she wanted, and she thought she was gonna have that check. That's what that was. 
So it, it was something totally different that was going on with me and mommy. Then third of all, how dare you call me and say my motherfucking son is out gay and he's out fucking these and I can't have that in my house. I said, how dare you say that about my motherfucking son when your motherfucking son is right there in the house with you and he gay too. And Donnie right back there. So it wasn't something that it was like, that- oh, Blake is gay. What what pissed me off was that was my you are my and I and I said this to you when I talked to you. So I may have said fuck you in the ass like pigs or whatever the fuck you said I said or whatever. And that's why I'm saying maybe I did say that because that do sound like me because you know that's how I am. But speed maybe two minutes prior to that conversation don't just hear what you want to hear hear the whole motherfucking conversation so maybe i did say that but prior to that i said this with your motherfucking ass get because i told your motherfucking ass don't go to motherfucking springfield you're my motherfucking child whatever you going through whatever what's going on was supposed to stay in my motherfucking house you put all these other motherfuckers in my business and this is what your motherfucking ass get now she's saying your motherfucking ass is gay and she put your motherfucking ass for what why why she didn't put your ass out because you was gay she put your ass out because she couldn't control you no more and she was done away with you she didn't want that motherfucking responsibility no more because she didn't have the motherfucking check if she was able to get that motherfucking check for you she would have let you stay there she had no use for you no more and that's my motherfucking mama but that's the fuck was going on so don't talk about that I was condescending to you or that I didn't accept you because I love you no matter what, whatever, Blake, no matter what. There's no, so I'll put it to you like this. There's no benefit in me loving you because you, you don't, you don't do anything for me. Nothing. You disrespected me. You called me out of my name. You said you hate mm-hmm. me. No, listen, and, and all and all that is is to kind of be expected because when your kids rebel, they do stupid shit, right? I did it to mommy, so I, it goes both, so I know. So I've never not respected you. I've never disrespected you. And if I did in that time, it all came out because what is true about me i'm not condescending is i don't motherfucking play and if you want to come to me and you want to talk some motherfucking shit i'm gonna talk it right back to you and my mouth is motherfucking lethal so that's that's just that's just the way that it goes and if you think that if you really 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 true because it sounds good but if you really truly thought that way blake why fuck with me because i'm telling you right now I don't fuck with motherfuckers that okay. I know don't like me. Mom, it's not that I don't like you. It's that I don't like when you talk to me like this. You've been doing this like this my entire life. And you cannot. Blake, this I'm is the sorry, thing. You I'm cannot. Sorry, this is the I thing. You can't do that. You. That it's not about. What are you talking? Let me. Okay, can I go? Please can you stop so I can go? Words. So I can explain this to you? Huh? Because. And that's for real. I'm sorry I can't be this ideal person. Listen, that goes but back to what we all, said earlier. So then what I'm trying to tell you is that you cannot talk to me like that, though. I have literally sat here for, like for, for the way you're doing right now, all that fucking cussing and this, that, 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 you my mother, brother, like you've been doing hey, that kind of stuff. And like anytime, and anytime like we get to talking delivery, about, and listen. Because I can say the same thing about you. you. Oh we, that's, that's what brought us to you bringing out your, um, well, well okay, so. Your microphone. 
Okay. Look, I love you, Blake. I ain't trying to uh, make you be emotional. It's not about making me emotional. It's about the fact that you're not even hearing me. You're not even hearing me at this point. Because see, this is also this is a, this is the second this, the second example. The way you talk to me, and the fact that you will stop listening to me. You will not. It gets to the point in the conversation where you're no longer hearing me. And you so just steadily going. Because I wasn't stop cussing. I'm I'm done at this point. Like you steadily just cut me off, cut me off, cut me off, cut me off, cut me off. I I can't I even. Ask you a question. Like, when, like when right you now, like right now, right now. Okay. You, you don't. I I don't, I don't even see to your point. I have this conversation because you don't. It it just seems like you don't understand what it's like to have somebody speak to you that way. You don't understand what it's like to have somebody just sit there and just cuss and cuss and cuss and yell and raise their voice and have this negative tone towards you when you're talking about something that has hurt you, that has been very painful to you. And I'm ready to move on from that. I'm trying to heal from that, but you're steadily doing it. I've accepted that, okay, as a child, I may not have been loved, treated, raised, or or, or whatever, how I, I, I ideally how really I wanted to. Do you really think you wasn't loved but as a child? No, I'm, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying so, is, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that I want you to respect me as an adult and not cuss at me and talk to me the way that you just were. So you, the, the, so you even so you even oh, even in ex- to use curse words and that's and that's what's fucking with you it's because i my choice of it's words. not about your choice of words it's about the way that you truly just coming at me like the and, and you're How t- am I coming at you because i'm telling you my side of the story is it but that my it's the story it's is the way you're telling me you it's the way you're telling me it's the way you're t- it's, not, it's not it's not it's not it's the way you're telling me so you can't tell me the way to tell my story. You can't tell me how to talk. Well, the, you can't tell me I'm about not, well, how, well, how, how well, to. But this is the thing, to, though. How to fluctuate my tone. You can't say that. So you're telling me. So you're telling me. So you're telling me that I can't ask you to talk to me respectfully. So we don't. We don't have to. We don't have to go there because I'm not telling you how to talk. And I'm not. So I can't ask. So, so, so you're trying. So you're so, ba- you, so basically, you what you're saying is you're trying even, to tell me that I cannot tell you not to curse at me the way that you just were within the past five minutes. That's what you're basically saying. So like, but like I said, Blake, if you don't, if you don't like my choice of words, if, if and, it's the, it's, if it's, if and you that's sad that you're saying that. That's fucked up that you're saying that. And then you wonder why people don't want to be around you. You wonder. See, when you okay, let me say this. That, you wonder why I don't want to be around you. Okay. you, you th- I'm gonna just that's, speak that's for me. Choice. That's this is the reason why I don't want to be around you because okay. we so, always so end up going through about, shit like so this, and we always end up. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Why? Why don't you want to be around me? I would love to hear. Blake, you know what? I, I'm not even gonna tell you that. If if me cursing and stuff is why? the reason why you don't want to be around me, I, I'll accept that because as the adult in the situation, <laughs> I have to still look at. That. But that's sad that if you, I, as my I, mother, was, don't feel like being around me, that, but you won't you tell me why. No, I, I want you. I because if there's because that's something that I a I never knew that I didn't know you didn't want to be around me. I never knew you didn't want to be around me. I told you that before. This isn't the first time I that? told you that. This is the reason why I haven't been. My when was the last time I truly saw you in person? When I was down there, when I was in um, Atlanta. How long ago was that? 
I don't be trying to like 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 two years since I've been to Atlanta. What are you talking about? Too much time time, with you is too much. Every every time every time you have traveled, you have come to my house. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. But what I don't what I don't accept, and I've told you this. You can live whatever kind of lifestyle you want want to live, whether that's a gay lifestyle, whether there's a pansexual, bisexual, LBTQ, ABCD. That has nothing to do with me. I really don't want to know what you do with your genitals. That doesn't bother me. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to have that shit around me. I love you unconditionally. And I've told you this, even when I was said the, the, disre- the quote unquote disrespectful conversation. I have a meeting. I ain't got time for this. Um, but we we can continue because you. I, I what think do you mean not have that around you? Afraid of in no, that podcast, you afraid of the story that you've been telling motherfuckers? No, not I'm not afraid of telling them. No. And when motherfuckers hear my my side, but listen to what you just said. That's not acceptance. That That's not acceptance. To think beyond what okay. you told them, and you okay. want that shit to match up. Because no. a, if a motherfucker hear from my side, they would say. Blake was a spoiled ass motherfucking brat. He got his motherfucking way. He got everything he motherfucking wanted to, even down to being able to disrespect his mom. So if I did say something about gay people, you fucking gay people, or HIV or any of that, that's because you knew when I was raising you, Blake, that I was against homosexuality. But when you told me that you was a homosexual and that's what you like, I said, Blake, I don't care what you do. No, you I didn't. I want you to be happy. I no, want you, you didn't. to be fucked. No, you These didn't. are my words. No, you didn't. No, you that's happy. a lie. That's a lie. I may have. That's I, a I lie. Listen, listen to when, listen, listen to what you... Okay, listen go ahead. I'm going to listen. And, not ahead. Be under, and don't make efforts to, un, to be understood until you fully understand what I'm saying. What I said was, after that disrespectful conversation that you said we had... Years later, years later, years later, years later, I love you no matter what you are, no matter how you get down in life. I just want you to be productive. I want you to be successful. I raise you to be a boss. I raise you to be out here and get money and I raise you to be a normal person. Don't be out here fucking off and doing no crazy shit. Now, who you fucking behind the scenes in the dark where don't nobody need to know, that's on you. Just don't bring that around me because you know how I feel about homosexuality. Period. So this whole story of I didn't accept you and I said that you gonna fuck for HIV and the ass and all no. that other kind of shit, you know, I mean, hey, if I said it, I said it. I don't agree with the shit and that's the bottom line. Right. Okay. I, did, so. I don't agree with it. I don't accept that. But I accept you. I love you. As long as you don't come up in my house with no motherfucking lipstick and eyeshadow on and a motherfucking wig, and you ain't bringing no motherfucking nigga in my house, holding hands, kissing, saying we about to get married. I don't give a fuck. And even if it did come down to that, I love you unconditionally, Blake. I just don't want to see it. It's simple as that. That's just like, I don't, I, some of my friends I don't talk to because they in, in fear of the COVID. Wow. Because I, I don't, I don't believe in that. Well, I also so think that our idea of acceptance is different. That, we could talk about it, but just know that this is what I'm going to be saying. Because that I did not disrespect, I, I may have said some disrespectful things, but I never did not not love you or whatever okay you might have not loved you might have always loved me but you definitely made me feel that you didn't so well blake i don't know 
and, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, like all I'm trying to get you to understand is that this is what it was. But all right, it's all good. It's all good. Go ahead, see a meeting. Huh? If you want to go to your little meeting, you come back later. But don't, but don't, but don't take because we don't, don't allow today, today's circumstances take you all the way back. 10, 15 years it's not going to take like 10 or 15 years old, but this is the thing okay. too, though, is that I also just like, nothing. I don't have nothing else to say. I'm straight. I, I just, yeah, because your meetings distract me and irritate me, so I don't have nothing else to say.